0: Hey guys, welcome to 312 for you, Chicago Sports Podcast, hosted by GK and EJ. I'm George Colavos, and my co host is. I'm Everett
1: Haley. And today's episode is sponsored by Dairy Star, located on 3472 West Devon in beautiful Lincolnwood. Dairy Star is currently open for curbside pickup. And for the first time ever, credit and debit cards are the only way to order. Pay online for delicious treats like malt, snow blitzes, and their signature dipped cones. Then head down to the shop to pick up your order. All workers wear gloves, masks, and sanitize the workstation daily to make sure you're receiving your ice cream fix as safely as possible. As the weather starts to heat up, go to Dairy Starts, support local businesses, and have a sweet treat. Okay, George. There you go. You got to support the local businesses. For sure, especially during times like these, you know, have to. Now it's starting to warm up. For sure, and and Dairy Star, always affordable, you know, you can get some for the whole family. Great, great way to support. That's true. Okay, so today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, new bulls management and how coronavirus is affecting some sports leagues in the U.S. George, you want to start us off?
0: Yeah. Um, I'll start off with the new president of basketball operations, the guy from Denver. I Karnisovas, I think you say it. Karnisovas? I don't I oh, don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I was doing some research on him and he's known for his drafting and smart picks. I mean he took Jokic late and look at how he is now. Michael Porter Jr. took the Small Murray as well, Gary Bulls Harris. Did. Yeah. He's he's really, his team's like it's blossom. Yeah,
1: they he he's really he's really brought up their team from the bottom bottom-up through the draft, something that the Bulls really haven't been able to do. You know, if, if you look at recent picks like Laurie Markkinen, and it, he, he just really hasn't blossomed into that that, that stretch-four role that they really need, and, and kind of like a superstar. And may, maybe 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 um,
0: Arturas looks to trade him, I think. I I, I would like to keep Laurie just because I'm a favorite. But uh I I've seen some package ideas and I kinda like them. Like like there is one with Phoenix with Ty Jerome, a couple of draft picks. I think Mikael Bridges just for Laurie. And we'd so win that trade.
1: I, I like Ty Jerome. He was good at UVA when they won uh the, the national championship a few years ago. And he's young both both those guys just I think they're drafted what just last year, right? They're rookies this year.
0: Yeah, last year, 2 years ago, yeah. yeah. And there's
1: on the rookie contracts as well that opens space up to maybe bring in another superstar. So,
0: I think a superstar that we need is Anthony Davis. Why not come home? For real.
1: And I, I think he's only this is is he have only 1 year on his contract right in LA right now, I think. Yeah,
0: this this off season is his uh his deal's up, his contract's up. Why not
1: come home, man? He can he can he can build similar to the situation he had in in New Orleans where he's a star player, you know, and being being in Chicago yeah. as well, and with with young talent like Zach Levine and Kobe White surrounding him, I think I think that could be maybe a, a new a new super team in the future.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think also it stems down to the coach. I I think we need to get rid of Boylan as well as like yeah, everybody that, in Chicago.
1: That, no one likes Boylan.
0: That, is, that was a
1: mess. And they signed him. Th- they they gave him a big deal as well. I, I mean, know.
0: Yeah. He said a couple of weeks ago that he'd be blindsided if we fired him. He would not be blindsided. I yeah. No one likes <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> I mean, ever since, like, the first practice, like, overworking these guys early on, yeah. which I kind of liked at first, but nothing worked yeah, out. He especially, no you know, out.
1: you're overworking a team that has not been in playoff contention for a long time. That's just not a way to, to you know, gain players' trust. You know, we're, we're, we're not grinding to finish last in the, in, the, in the conference, you know.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you see any other coaches that, that like, catch your eye? His potential candidates.
1: I think David Fisdale was given a a poor team in in the Knicks, and that was a bad situation to come into. But I think I I think in Chicago with our young core, I, I think and he and he is a great coach as well. In Memphis, he brought them to the playoffs. I think he would be a good pickup. How about you?
0: I think, I think Kenny Atkinson, I feel like he was fired for no reason, no good cause, just because Kyrie seems like he's a coach killer and just wants it his way anyway. Oh, he, he was. was in
1: Brooklyn, right?
0: Yeah, yeah he was in Brooklyn, yeah. and you saw what he did with D'Angelo Russell yeah. and that young team, and he's known for his player development, which would help Kobe, mm-hmm. Laurie, Wendell, all of this young core blossom. That, that's good as well. I like that. I think we'd be dumb not to hire
1: him. Anyone but Boylan, I think. I don't think that's gonna work <laughs> out, and especially yeah. that Boylan was brought in by Gar and Pax. Like I, I don't know. I think new new management, new coach, build around the team right there. I think that'd be good.
0: And our GM isn't. I think he's the guy from Philly. Yeah, yeah. I Mark- did here.
1: I did some. I did some research on him.
0: Mark Eversley. He. He,
1: before he was in Philly, he was in Toronto and he worked under Masai Ujiri, who he, he's done a great job with their organization. He was, he was actually uh, credited for scouting DeMar DeRozan. He also showed heavy interest in Damian Lillard. And in Philly, he, he drafted Mathis Thibel. Who I think he led all rookies and steals, a great defender, and also shot 35 from uh, from the perimeter this year. So he, I think, I think that was a good good pickup for a he GM. He knows what he's doing, yeah, yeah. And also, something interesting I saw there's there's only only eight other uh, black GMs in the league, and I think I think that that works really well and um, bring 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 in a new face to Chicago, and. Also, he used to work for Nike, so building connections with agents uh, who whose players are uh, assigned with Nike that can really help and bring in bringing in star players as well.
0: Yeah, I think the, the diversity in our front office, especially with the president being from Slovenia or Czech, whatever European country he's from, it, re- it really helps. We can scout European players. Like he went out and saw Jokic, and then mm-hmm. we have him. Who you, you listed Dame and Damar and. I think like he could find us a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. It's, it's,
1: yeah, especially uh, I really like that that Michael Porter pick that uh, that Carney took with uh, Denver. You know, you you take a you take a little risk on a guy who people were saying could be the next Kevin Durant, and and really, if he stays healthy, I believe that he can be a superstar. Yeah, so when finding he's, young when he's talent, healthy, He yeah. can
0: score. He can do a lot. Yeah, the for court. sure. Great size.
1: I, I was just saying as well. Um, you know uh Carney sauce also is, uh he, he he worked before he was uh scouting in Houston and really uh start to to bring them up as well before moving to denver so j just just the scouting and uh just finding finding hidden talent is really really uh written in with these two guys
0: yeah looking at the bulls roster right now are there any players that you'd like to keep for sure and just get rid of for sure and then there's like in betweens.
1: I I think I think we should I I think Chris Dunn would be a guy to get rid of. I think that the depth we have at guard with with um with Kobe and Zach and your boy Archie Diacno, I think that's that's solid. And really Dunn it's not really he's he's a great defender, but on the offensive end where the Bulls have struggled, he really hasn't been a contributor.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I also really want to get out of Porter out of here. His contract, his contract mil. is horrible. Yeah, twenty-eight million getting paid like the best player on the team when he's nearly like, uh, I I put him on the bench. I don't like him. Yeah, at all. I think those two guys, and
1: maybe you could find a trade for Otto Porter just to just to dump his contract off, even taking even someone who might not be worth it in return, but getting that contract yeah. off,
0: that opens a lot of space as well. Hopefully he's not too selfish and accepts his player option this summer.
1: Yeah. I I, I also hope that that Wendell can stay healthy. I really do think he's he can he can oh, he's be a good, when he's great man in the middle for the Bulls.
0: Since we're on the topic of the Bulls, there was recently a post by The Score that had the all-time Bulls since 1995 versus the all-time Lakers since 1995. And the teams were Derrick Rose, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Joe Kim Noah versus Derrick Fisher, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Paul Gasol, and Shaquille O'Neal. What are your like initial thoughts on this? Well,
1: if if we're saying like a seven-game series, I would probably take – the Bulls in six, just because if if you look at the Lakers roster, you have two guys in LeBron and Kobe who I think that, you know, they're going to want to take over the team and be a ball handler. what And that might cause, you know, more isolation plays instead of a more team like movement based on the floor. And with the Bulls roster, you, you have Michael Jordan. He'll be the facilitator. He'll drive and he can kick the Derrick Rose who can drive in as well. Kick to Scotty. Maybe, but we, but they they don't have the thing that the Bulls have that the Lakers do is perimeter shooting, which might catch up with them in the in this in this uh, in this matchup between yeah. the all time players. How about you? Yeah, I agree.
0: That was the only knack I had was the perimeter shooting, but I think although they're both great teams, I do think this is a blowout win for the Bulls in any game. They're far more so, yeah, it, across the lineup, and there's key players that I think make such a difference.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it, first, and yeah. I even oh no, what were you saying? Sorry.
0: I was going to bring up the case of the point guard matchup: Derrick Rose, who won an MVP during LeBron's like best five years ever, versus Derek Fisher, a guy who didn't even win or didn't even make it to an All Star game.
1: Really, and Derek Fisher, he's known for getting stepped over by AI, and I th- I think he's in the the WNBA. I think he's coaching the WNBA now. You no, know, that's that's <laughs> great for him. <laughs> I I think D I think D Rose would uh maybe maybe. Get I think he'd embarrass him. Step over yeah.
0: 2.0. <laughs> Maybe just a complete poster. And then the, I'm just going to go down the rest of the, the lineup. MJ and Kobe, both very similar players. You've seen like the the back and forth of them. and I think, I think that's a tie. That's, yeah. that's a
1: tie right there.
0: That's a tie. Pippen and LeBron. And I, I feel like Pippen was LeBron before LeBron. A forward, mm. great size, great speed. Great facility. Would you have would you have Pippen guard
1: LeBron over Scott over uh, over Rodman?
0: Yeah, I think so. The difference to me is is Noah, Rodman, and Michael Jordan all three who've won Defensive Player of the Years, and Pippen who's arguably mm-hmm. one of the best defenders in NBA history. Yeah, they're for sure gonna lock it down. E-
1: even when you give to Shaq in the paint, I don't think I think I think their defense. You don't even let it. Shaq might not even touch the ball.
0: Yeah. Bulls by 30. Well, <laughs> bull, bull, maybe by 40. I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I think you're right. This might be a blowout. We'll also post it on our Instagram and let you guys go at it in the comments on what you guys think. Let's see if you guys agree with us or not.
1: But I think, I think Chicago will back us on this.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, I know our next topic, Corona amongst sports. Um, Let's start with the the NHL, just because uh, yesterday,
1: the NHL Players Association, they voted on um, a a new format that uh, was approved for further negotiation. Uh, Players have called this the COVID Cup, similar to a March Madness uh, type uh, tournament uh, with the the top four teams in each division will play for like the top four seeds. And then teams five through 12 will play against each other and likely a best of three series and then it would probably move to a a best of seven so george George, what do you think about that idea i
0: I love that idea why why waste the players time playing a couple regular season games i mean there's an argument that yeah they need the warm-up they need to get back into it which i agree but why waste their time why waste teams that aren't the six teams that aren't going to do anything they're not even going to make it i don't know Mm -hmm. But I like it. It gives teams like the Blackhawks who might have not made probably wouldn't have made the playoffs a pretty decent chance just because you think about factors like Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taze, and the rest of the guys are still on the Stanley Cup winning teams. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It, I I I love it. I love it. And and some players uh seem to be a little worried about it because of teams like the Blackhawks, uh with with players like Kane, Taves, Keith, who have who have been to multiple cups and bring bring the leadership to come into a situation like this and just take over. You know, players were players are scared of that, you know. And teams like the Blackhawks, who would be a 12 seed, could definitely run the table.
0: Yeah, there's this mock um, playoff record that I'm looking at that has the Blackhawks playing the Oilers and whoever wins advances and plays Dallas. Two teams I think the Blackhawks could win, could beat again. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, and another matchup in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, five five twelve would be um would be the Canadians and Penguins. Uh, if you if you have arguably the best goalie in Carey Price in a three game series, I think the Canadians, you know, being a twelve seed, they could definitely pull yeah, come upset. out with the win. Yeah, come out in the come out in the three game series against the Penguins.
0: Yeah, I really but I love this idea. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It just brings intensity, you know. You don't have to wait till game seven or game five, six, the elimination game. Just mm-hmm. like really sit there and enjoy it, enjoy it from the yeah. start. And
1: we, they're also planning on having maybe like two hub cities, Edmonton being one of them, and maybe Vegas. So the Western Conference in Vegas or in the East in Edmonton or vice versa. I, I like that as well. You know, keep keep the players safe in cities. Just there, stay there the whole time you know, away, but likely away from their families, which might be hard. But I think the, the safety and keeping players in one place is is a smart idea.
0: Yeah, and if they all want to play, why not let them play?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on from the NHL, um, the MLB has also been in talks of, you know, trying to get their season up and running. But a lot of players are, are upset because, you know, you know, in times like these with uh, not a full season, you're likely not going to be able to get your full paycheck. George, do you have any information on that?
0: Um, it all started with Blake Snell and his words that he said, just because he has a $7 million contract. And he swore that he was not going to take a pay cut, which I thought, you know, at first I was like, okay, you know, it makes sense. This guy, he's an all-star pitcher. He's one of the better pitchers in the league. And he's still on his crappy contract. He should get what he deserves. But then again they 're not making nearly as much money everybody's losing money there's restaurant owners yeah. who've lost their whole careers, their life savings, and you 're complaining about losing three million. Come on i mean this is the this is america 's sport. play it yeah,
1: you know in, in really, in times like these you know you you owe it to you owe it to the people at home you know who have been without sports for so long. Just go and freaking play, man. Like you, you're not gonna make your seven million. You'll probably make three million. You know who's counting? Yeah. Just play. Yeah, and and, and also, you know, I the the as safety, a lot of players as well have said. You know, they're not they're not gonna come back unless you know if there's a, a cure or everything is is completely safe. The MLB sent. A sixty-seven-page safety manual to players. Sixty-seven pages. <laughs> that includes. So the rules would be there would be no high fives, which that I get that. No spitting, which also I understand that, but that's in, a big in, one. Baseball, I yeah, I, I really I I don't see how players can control themselves. And also, um, you know, no showering in the locker rooms. Players would be sent. Straight to hotels, I, I think that the MLB they're they're trying their best to uh, to keep player safety as as a priority.
0: Yeah, it seems like the guys up top know what they're doing and they want this to work out, and it's the players that are complaining, which you, which in other leagues is vice versa though the league's waiting yeah,
1: but, and, yeah like in the NHL, you know players that but but i the the situation for the MLB is different as you know their season hasn't started yet. You know, the NHL was coming to an end, yeah, but right. yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the players need to need to calm down, you know, take, take the pay cut, which would likely be, you know, half of their salary for playing half of a season that would start in July. I think that's fair.
0: It It is fair. You're half, half your pay for half the season and the arguments being made of being hurt, but you're, you have half the risk now since you're playing half the games.
1: Yeah. And and there will likely be a, a period, I think, where where players and, and teams will will likely get you know a week or two to to train and get ready for, for this season.
0: Yeah, they could easily start with spring training in a in an enclosed location and have everybody in Arizona or something. Mm-hmm. Give them two weeks, yeah. and then start the regular season.
1: Yeah, in Arizona, they've already um they they said that major league sports can continue there, so I think that that's for sure with all the spring training facilities no fans, you know, I, I think that's 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 a great place to have it.
0: Yeah, I know that the two places are Florida and Arizona, and both those states are willing, and their governors willingly wanted sports to come and play.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: why not have that happen?
1: Yeah, and speaking of Florida, the NBA has recently said that they're working with Disneyland, which Disney, ESPN, ABC, the NBA, those are all the organizations have contracts together so that really makes it a great idea for the NBA to, to maybe have a similar to the COVID cup in, in, that, in, the, in hockey to start, to start their season back again.
0: Yeah, I really like that idea. I saw it earlier today that they were in July, if I'm not mistaken. But my only knack with that was that they wanted to finish the regular season, which was only five, six games left. Which, in my opinion, makes it hard for the players and the teams, such as the Bulls and other teams that don't even have a chance to make it to the playoffs, why yeah. force them to be quarantined, take time away from their families, just to not just to play for what? Nothing.
1: Yeah, that's why. That's why the, the NHL had uh, the twenty four team idea. You know, you you keep teams that were in in the race for the playoffs, but you get rid of teams. Maybe, maybe like the Bulls in the NBA, who 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 wouldn't have been in the playoffs, you know, cut that time out. They don't need to be there. So maybe, maybe you keep, maybe you, the, you go the top ten teams and you let them, and you, you maybe you create a new schedule for them that's five games long that gives them a chance to reach back in the playoffs, and then you go to a uh, the the normal playoff situation.
0: Yeah, do you think they would do best of seven series throughout, or how do you think that's gonna work out?
1: I think I think they would start with a best of 5 and in the first round or maybe the first two rounds and then move to in the in the conference finals and then the NBA finals best of 7 just because player safety you know these guys have been you know some some don't have the you know a full court where they're they're practicing all the time at home uh I think I think cutting cutting the amount of games down would
0: be smart yeah let them adapt and get let them get conditioned yeah I think out of all the Let's sports see, that, that um, basketball and the NBA has the best chance at coming back first. I mean, they ended it first for everybody, but mm-hmm. you, you have twelve people on a bench on each side. You have a couple coaches, a couple refs, a couple doctors. I think it's compared to the MLB, compared to the NFL, compared to the NHL. There's yeah. so many more players.
1: Yeah. that's more players. You know, the NHL. You have all that gear that you're taking off with the sweat and that that's a, yeah. I, I, I think I think the NBA does have the best chance. And Disney World, you keep guys in the hotel, you keep them quarantined. I, I think that's that that's the safest possible place. And it's
0: fun, it's not somewhere but, boring. Who doesn't love Disney yeah, World and basketball? Come on,
1: they can turn on the roller coasters, <laughs> why not? You know, you
0: you're already there. Why not have some
1: fun? Let's see. Um, the you know, one one league that's been really interesting to watch in this time is is the NFL because they really haven't been. You know, they they released the schedule uh, to start games at the normal time, and they're they're planning on Corona to be to be done by to be done by then.
0: Yeah, I I kind of like how they're handling it. Not trying to scare their players, and they're trying to slowly open facilities in states that are allowing it, which I like. But the sense of optimism is is good for the players and the fans and just the people in America, mm-hmm. although it might be dumb and too early to say so, I mean either way, but I don't know I like it
1: yeah I, I and I also think behind closed doors they're they're negotiating you know a plan to say, you know if we can't start on time. You know what? What would our season look like? But I think I do. I think you know, keeping everyone excited for football season, not trying to scare anyone. I think that's good. Yeah. And you know, some Bears fans might say that they don't even want this season to start
0: because <laughs> they don't want to see Mitch again. How about you, George? Um, I'm I'm excited for football. I'm excited for any sports to be back. So I mean, if you NFL yeah, can start too. on time. With preseason and, and the games, and even if they had to wear stupid masks in their helmets, I'd I'd be on board. But you make
1: you know, players would make that look cool, though. You know, you could get a you could get a nice mask. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Where sure. we be masked? I think OBJ
1: OBJ wearing a three hundred thousand dollar watch last season. He'll he'll find some cool masks to wear. I feel like. <laughs> okay. So in, in in other news, tomorrow. um I think on CBS, I'll check right now, but there's um, a golf event where Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning are playing against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Uh, the, The match is for charity, $10 million going to, Organizations like the Red Cross to support COVID nineteen research, and even if you're not a golf fan, just just seeing you know in any, any sport at this point and seeing guys like like Peyton and Tom Brady and Tiger Woods and Phil, you know they'll be mic'd up, they'll be trash talked for sure. I, I think that that'll be a fun way uh, to you know to spend spend your Sunday.
0: I agree. Why not tune in Sunday? Everybody's relaxing. No more last dance. There's nothing to look forward to. Look forward to the golf.
1: For sure. George, I think we've covered everything for today. Want to give a recap for next week? Yeah,
0: I think we've got everything. Next week, we'll go into detail into the base schedule. There's review, preview, episode, as this was a Bulls episode. And thank you, guys.
1: Yep. Thank you for everyone listening to our first episode up uh, three, one, two for you. Um, I'm Ever Haley, and that was George Colobos.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm George Colobos.
1: And uh, stay tuned for next week's episode.